0: Small differences can sometimes have a huge positive impact on your sleep quality, and that's why I'd like to thank Moonbow for helping me sleep better each night. Their memory foam pillow is designed to eliminate your neck and back pain for good, and it starts with five removable layers of super plush, supportive memory foams, allowing you to find the right height to optimize your comfort and rest. I've had the pleasure of sleeping on this pillow for a few weeks now, and the difference is simply fantastic. I'm beyond comfortable as I sleep, and I wake up with zero neck pain, something that I'd grown accustomed to and frankly thought was just part of getting older. Shop a variety of quality sleep products created to help combat distractions and discomfort that steal your much needed shut eye by visiting moonbowsleep.com and using code ASMRPODCAST for 15% off your entire order. That's M O O N B O W S L E E P. Dot com to shop for the sleep of your dreams and use code ASMR podcast at checkout for 15% off your order. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. Before getting into this episode, I am feeling a little bit under the weather. And in order for me to mask uh, my Sick voice. I'm just going to speak a little bit lower, see how it sounds. Um, You know, I was listening to myself a little bit earlier today. I think it sounds okay. And, you know, anyway, just let me know afterwards if you uh, like this volume, this pitch, and then I'll make it a point to continue using this kind of voice for future episodes. This episode, we are doing an ASM article on Michael J. Fox. Now, if this is your first time listening to an ASM article with us, basically we pick a person, place, thing, event, whatever it may be, and we learn about it together by reading the Wikipedia page. For some of you, you'll learn something new, you'll find it interesting, help you focus and relax on my voice. Instead of focusing on other things, for others, it's going to be so boring that you will fall asleep. Either way, I think it's a win-win. So, let's just jump into ASM article, Michael J. Fox. Michael Andrew Fox, born June 9th, 1961, known professionally as Michael J. Fox, is a Canadian-American actor, comedian, author, and film producer with a film and television career spanning from the 1970s. He starred in the Back to the Future trilogy, where he portrayed Marty McFly. Other notable roles have included Mike Flaherty on the ABC sitcom Spin City from 1996 to 2000, and his portrayal of Alex P. Keaton on the American sitcom Family Ties. He has won five Primetime Emmy Awards, four Golden Globe Awards, a Grammy Award, and two Screen Actors Guild Awards. Fox was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease in 1991 at age 29 and disclosed his condition to the public in 1998. He partly retired from acting in 2000 as the symptoms of his disease worsened. He has since become an advocate for research toward finding a cure. He created the Michael J. Fox Foundation and Sweden's Karolinska Institutet. Gave him an Honoris Causa doctorate on March 5, 2010, for his work advocating a cure for Parkinson's disease. Since 1999, Fox has mainly worked as a voiceover actor in films such as *Stuart Little*, *Stuart Little*, and Disney's *Atlantis: The Lost Empire*. On the CBS TV show *The Good Wife*, he earned Emmy nominations for three consecutive years for his recurring role as a crafty attorney, Lewis Canning. He has also taken recurring guest roles and cameo appearances in Boston Legal, Scrubs, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Rescue Me, and Designated Survivor. He has written three books Lucky Man, a memoir, in 2002, Always Looking Up, The Adventures of an Incurable Optimist, 2009, and A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Future Twists and Turns and Lessons Learned, in 2010. He was appointed an officer. Of the Order of Canada in 2010 he also was inducted into Canada's Walk of Fame in the year 2000. And now we jump to early life. Michael Andrew Fox was born on June 9, 1961 in Edmonton Alberta Canada to Phyllis an actress slash payroll clerk and William Fox a police officer and Canadian Forces member. Fox's family lived in various cities and towns across Canada because of his father's career. Their family finally moved to Burnaby, a large suburb of Vancouver, British Columbia, when his father retired in 1971. His father died on January 6, 1990, from a heart attack. Fox attended Burnaby Central Secondary School and now has a theater named for him at Burnaby South Secondary. At age 15, Fox starred in the Canadian television series *Leo and Me*, produced by the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, and in 1979, at age nine, at age 18, excuse me, he moved to L.A. to further his acting career. Shortly after his marriage, he decided to move back to Vancouver. Fox is one of four members of the *Leo and Me* cast and crew who eventually developed Parkinson's disease in midlife, an unusually high number that led to some investigation as to whether an environmental factor may have played a role. I did not know that and that is very uh, curious to know. Fox was discovered by producer Ronald Shedlow and made his American television debut in the television film Letters from Frank credited under the name Michael Fox. He intended to continue to use the name but when he registered with the Screen Actors Guild which requires unique registration names to avoid credit ambiguities and the possibility that royalty checks would be sent to the wrong actors. He discovered that Michael Fox, a veteran character actor, was already registered under the name. As he explained in his autobiography, Lucky Man, A Memoir, and in interviews, he needed to come up with a different name. He didn't like the sound of Michael A. Fox during a time when Fox was coming to mean Attractive. And because his middle initial sounded too much like the Canadian A, he also didn't like the sound of Andrew or Andy. So he decided to adopt a new middle initial and settled on J as a tribute to actor Michael J. Pollard. Acting Career. Fox's first feature films, film roles were Midnight Madness in 1980 and Class of 1984 in 1982. Credited both as Michael Fox, shortly afterward, he began playing young Republican Alex P. Keaton in the show Family Ties. Which aired on NBC for seven seasons from 1982 to 89. In an interview with Jimmy Fallon in April 2014, Fox stated he negotiated the role at a payphone at Pioneer Chicken. He received the role only after Matthew Broderick was unavailable. Family ties have been sold to the television network using have been sold, yeah, to the television network using the pitch, "Hip parents, square kids," with the parents originally intended to be the main characters. However, the positive reaction to Fox's performance led to his character becoming the focus of the show following the fourth episode. At its peak, the audience for Family Ties drew one-third of America's households every week. Fox won three Emmy Awards for Family Ties in 86, 87, and 88. He also won a Golden Globe Award in 89. Brandon Tartikoff, one of the show's producers, felt that Fox was too short in relation to the actors playing his parents and tried to have him replaced. Tartikoff reportedly said that this is not the kind of face you'll ever find on a lunchbox. Whatever that means. After his later successes, Fox presented Tartikoff with a custom-made lunchbox with the inscription to Brandon, this is for you to put your crow in. Love and kisses, Michael J. Fox." Tartakov kept the LaunchBox in his office for the rest of his NBC career. While filming Family Ties, Fox met his wife, Tracy Pollan, who portrayed his girlfriend Ellen. When Fox left the TV series Spin City, his final episodes made numerous allusions to Family Ties. Michael Gross, who played Alex's father's Steven, portrays Mike Flaherty's Fox character's therapist, and there's a reference to an off-screen character named Mallory. Also, when Flaherty becomes an environmental lobbyist in Washington, D.C., he meets a conservative senator from Ohio named Alex P. Keaton, and in one episode, Meredith Baxter played Mike's mother. As a consequence of working on Family Ties, as well as his acting in Teen Wolf and Back to the Future, Fox became a teen idol, BH1's show The Greatest, later naming him among their 50 greatest teen idols. film career. In January 1985, Fox was cast to replace Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly, a teenager who was accidentally sent back in time from 1985 to 1955 in Back to the Future. Robert Zemeckis, the director, originally wanted Fox to play Marty, but Gary David Goldberg, the creator of Family Ties which Fox was working on at that time, refused to allow Zemeckis Zemeckis even to approach Fox as he felt that, as Meredith Baxter was on maternity leave at the time, Fox's character Alex Keaton was needed to carry the show in her absence. Eric Stoltz was cast and was already filming Back to the Future, but Zemeckis felt that Stoltz was not giving the right type of performance for the humor involved. Zemeckis quickly replaced Stoltz with Fox, whose schedule was now more open with the return of Meredith Baxter. He was considered for the role of Mark Kendall in Once Bitten, but eventually went to Jimmy Carey. During filming, Fox would rehearse for Family Ties from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., then rush to the Back to the Future set, where he would rehearse and shoot until 2.30 a.m. This schedule lasted for two full months. Back to the Future was both a commercial and critical success. The film spent eight consecutive weekends as the number one grossing movie at the U.S. box office in 1985, and eventually earned a worldwide total of $381.11 million. Variety applauded the performances, stating that Fox and his co star Christopher Lloyd imbued Marty and Doc Brown's friendship with a quality reminiscent of King Arthur and Merlin. The film was later followed by two similarly successful sequels, Back to the Future Part 2 and Back to the Future Part 3. During and immediately after, The Back to the Future trilogy, Fox starred in Teen Wolf, 1985, Light of Day, in 87, The Secret of My Success, 87, Bright Lights, Big City, in 88, and Casualties of War, in 89. In The Secrets of My Success, Fox played a recent graduate from Kansas State University who moves to New York City where he has to deal with the ups and downs of the business world. The film was successful at the box office, grossing $110 million worldwide. Roger Ebert in the Chicago Sun-Times wrote, quote, Fox provides a fairly desperate center for the film. It could not have been much fun for him to follow the movie's arbitrary shifts of mood from sitcom to slapstick, from sex farce to boardroom brawls, end quote. In Bright Lights Big City, Fox played a fact-checker for a New York magazine who spends his nights partying with alcohol and drugs. The film received mixed reviews with Hall. Hal Hinson in the Washington Post, criticizing Fox by claiming that, quote, he was a wrong actor for the job, end quote. Meanwhile, Roger Ebert praised the actor's performance, quote, Fox is very good in the central role. He has a long, drunken monologue that is the best thing he has ever done in a movie, end quote. During the shooting of Bright Lights, Big City, Fox co-starred again with Tracy Pollan, his on-screen girlfriend from Family Ties. Fox then starred in Casualties of War, a dark and violent war drama about the Vietnam War, alongside alongside Sean Penn. Casualties of War was not a major box office hit, but Fox, playing a private serving in Vietnam, received good reviews for his performance. Don Wilmot on Film Film Critics' website wrote, Fox only has one year beyond his family tie sitcom's silliness rises to the challenges of acting as the film's moral voice and sharing scenes with the always-intimidating pen, end quote. In 1991, he starred in Doc Hollywood, a romantic comedy about a talented medical doctor who decides to become a plastic surgeon. While moving from Washington, D.C. to L.A., he winds up as a doctor in a small southern town in South Carolina. Michael Keaton Jones from Time's Out described Fox as a film in the film as quote, at his phonetic phonetic best. Michael Keaton Jones. Keaton Jones? I don't know. Anyway. The Hard Way Out was also released in 91, with Fox playing an undercover actor learning from police officer James Woods. After being privately diagnosed with Parkinson's disease in 1991 and being cautioned he had, quote, 10 good working years left, Fox hastily signed a three-film contract appearing in For Lover, For Money, Life with Mikey, these are all in 1993, or both in 1993, and Greedy in 1994. The mid-90s saw Fox play smaller supporting roles in The American President, 1995, and Mars Attacks, in 1996. His last major film role was The Frighteners, 1996, directed by Peter Jackson. The Frighteners tells the story of Frank Bannister, Fox, an architect who develops psychic abilities, allowing him to see, hear, and communicate with ghosts. After losing his wife, he uses his new abilities by cheating customers out of money for his ghost-hunting business. However, a mass murderer comes back from hell, prompting Frank to investigate the supernatural presence. Fox's performance receives critical praise. Kenneth Turin in the Los Angeles Times wrote, quote, The film's actors are equally pleasing, Both Fox, in his most successful starring role in some time, and Alvarado, who looks rather like Andy McDowell here, have no difficulty getting into the manic spirit of things. End quote. Later career. Uh, Spin City ran from 1996 to 2002, on American television network ABC. The show was based on a fictional local government running New York City, originally starring Fox as Mike Flaherty, a Fordham Law School graduate serving as a deputy mayor of New York. Fox won an Emmy Award for Spin City in 2000, three Golden Globe Awards in 1998 through 2000, and two Screen Actors Guild Awards in 99 and 2000. During his third season of Spin City, Fox made the announcement to the cast and crew of the show that he had Parkinson's disease. During the fourth season, he announced his retirement from the show. He announced that he planned to continue to act and he would make guest appearances on Spin City. After leaving the show, he was replaced by Charlie Sheen, who portrayed the character Charlie Crawford. Altogether, 145 episodes were produced. Fox also served as an executive producer during his time on the show, alongside co-creators Bill Lawrence and Gary Goldberg. In 2004, Fox guest starred in two episodes of the comedy series Scrubs as Dr. Kevin Casey, a surgeon with severe obsessive compulsive disorder. The series was created by Spin City creator Bill Lawrence. I think I remember seeing that on TV and thinking how cool it was to see Michael J. Fox on Scrubs. Could I come back from school? And at that time, like basically as soon as I got back from school, Scrubs was the only good thing on TV. In 2009, he appeared in five episodes of the television series, series, series Rescuing, which earned him an Emmy for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Drama Series. Since 2000, Fox has released three books, Lucky Man a Memoir 2002, Always Looking Up, The Adventures of an Incurable Optimist in 2009, and A Funny Thing Happened on The Way to the Future, Twist and Turns and Lessons Learned 2010. Starting in 2010, Fox played a recurring role in the U.S. drama The Good Wife as crafty attorney Louis Canning, and earned Emmy nominations for three consecutive years. On August 20th, 2012, NBC announced The Michael J. Fox Show, loosely based on his life. It was granted a 22-episode commitment from the network, and premiered on NBC on September 26, 2013. Fox also made several appearances in other media. At the 2010 Winter Olympics Closing Ceremony in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, he delivered comedy monologues alongside, along with William Shatner and Catherine O'Hara, in the I Am Canadian part of the show. In 2018, Fox was cast in the recurring role of Ethan West on the second season of the ABC political drama Designated Survivor. Personal Life Fox married actress Tracy Pollan on July 16, 1988 at the West Mountain Inn in Arlington, Vermont. The couple have four children, some, son Sam Michael, twin daughters Aquina Kathleen and Schuyler Francis, and daughter Esme Annabelle. He holds dual Canadian-U.S. citizenship. He provided a light segment during the 2010 Winter Olympics closing ceremony in Vancouver, B.C., on February 28, 2010, when he expressed how proud he is to be Canadian. On June 4th, 2010, the city of Burnaby, British Columbia, granted him the freedom of the city. He and his family live in Manhattan. Health and Activism Fox started displaying symptoms of early-onset Parkinson's disease in 1991 while shooting the movie Talk Hollywood, although he was not properly diagnosed until the next year. After his diagnosis, Fox started drinking heavily. He sought help and stopped drinking altogether. In 1998, he decided to go public about his Parkinson's disease, and since then, he has been a strong advocate of Parkinson's disease research. His foundation, the Michael J. Fox, was created to help advance every promising research path to curing Parkinson's disease, including embryonic stem cell studies. Fox manages the symptoms of his Parkinson's disease with a drug carbidopa, levodopa, and he also had a tamal, tham, thamalmatomy in 1998. I'm not sure what that is. His first book, Lucky Men, focuses on how, after seven years of denial of the disease, he set up the Michael J. Fox Foundation, stopped drinking, and began to be an advocate for people living with Parkinson's disease. In an interview with NPR in April 2002, Fox explained what he does when he becomes symptomatic during an interview. Quote, well, actually, I've been erring on the side of caution. I think erring is actually the right word, and that I've been medicating perhaps too much in the sense that the symptoms people see in some of these interviews that I have been on are actually dyskinesia, which is a reaction to the medication. Because if I were purely symptomatic with Parkinson's symptoms, a lot of times speaking, speaking is difficult. There's a kind of cluttering of speech, and it's very difficult to sit still, to sit in one place. You know, the symptoms are different, so I'd rather kind of suffer the symptoms of dyskinesia. This kind of weaving, and this kind of continuous thing is much preferable, actually, than pure Parkinson's symptoms. Yeah, so sad to read. In 2006, Fox starred in a campaign ad for then-state auditor of Missouri, Clark McCaskill, in her successful 2006 Senate campaign against incumbent Jim Talent, expressing her support support for embryonic stem cell research. In the ad, he visibly showed the effects of the Parkinson's disease. On May 31, 2012, he received an honorary degree of Doctor of Laws from the Justice Institute of British Columbia to recognize his accomplishments as a performer, as well as commitment to raising research funding and awareness for Parkinson's disease. Fox recalled performing his role-playing simulations as part of police recruit training exercises at the Institute early in in his career. In 2016, he organized the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research, created to raffle created a raffle to raise awareness for Parkinson's disease and raised $6.75 million with the help of Nike via two auctions, one in Hong Kong and the other in London. And now we'll just quickly touch on his filmography, see what he's been working on since 1980. 1980, Midnight Madness played Scott Larson. That was his film de- debut, as mentioned earlier in this episode. 1982, Class of 1984, played Arthur. In 1985, he played Marty McFly in Back to the Future, as well as Scott Howard in Teen Wolf. Huge year for Michael J. Fox to have Teen Wolf in Back to the Future in one year. 87, Light of Day, played Joe Raznick. And The Secret of My Success, he played Brantley Foster and Carlton Whitfield. 88, Bright Lights, Big City, plays Jamie Conway. 89, he plays Pete, something colonel, Max Erickson, and Casualties of War, alongside Sean Penn. Next couple films are Back to the Future sequels 2 and 3. 1990 Wood, 1990 Wood, sorry. 1991, he plays uh, Dr. Benjamin Stone, in Doc Hollywood and Nikki Lang in the hard way. You got a few other ones. I'm trying to see if there's anything that he worked on that I wasn't aware of. I didn't realize that there were three Stuart Littles, I'll tell you that much. To see if there's anything that maybe he is scheduled to do on film or TV into the near future. To see what, just to see what we can expect out of him. No, doesn't really show much. Maybe as a producer. No. All right. So that's it. That was the wiki page for. Michael J. Fox if you have any suggestions um, or or um, I was going to say requirements I guess it's not really a requirement I guess it's up to me but if you have any suggestions for what you'd like me to read next you can always send me an email to hello at sleep and relax I mean you can send me questions, comments, concerns whatever it may be that's all for this episode thanks as always for listening And take care.